0: Mike Hartman, Performance Mindset Strategist. This is Develop the Mindset, mindset of a champion, champion with former Stanley Cup champion, Mike Hartman. Welcome to another episode. Today, I'm going to go back and go over some of the stories that we've had. We've had 33 different stories, going to go through the backstories, some of the motivational things that we went through. And I always say every story has a struggle. Every story has a has a struggle. So I'm going to take you back, starting with number one, Stefan Matteau, former Stanley Cup champion, scored the biggest goal in New York Ranger history. And he lived with that for a long time and he put a lot of pressure on himself when he was done. That was one of the first stories we did. He even raised his hand to say, Hey, I need help after hockey. Then I went into working with Mike Lodish Mike had a record going to the Super Bowl at one time until Tom Brady broke that. He went to the Super Bowl six times. I mean, how many people go to the Super Bowl six times? Four with Buffalo at that time wasn't very successful. I'm sure it was successful going to the Super Bowl, but the team did not win the Super Bowl. Then he won two with Denver. He talked about never taking shortcuts. So everybody can learn from these stories, from these backstories. What did some of these champions do to make it? What were the little things and details that they did to work their way to the top? Then we had Adam Graves. He's one of my all-time favorite people, two-time Stanley Cup champion, one of the leaders here with the New York Rangers. We go way back to our youth days. We used to train together when he lived in Windsor. I lived in the Detroit area. And his number was retired at Madison Square Garden. So there's another great backstory. He'll talk about how he shined his father's boots. His father was a police officer. And he had many different people living in his uh, his home. And just his work ethic all the way through growing up. Then we're going to talk about Tom Laidlaw. How his day starts at 4.30 in the morning. And he was on that show Survivor. Another champion type of guy. This guy was one of the captains in the National Hockey League, played for the Los Angeles Kings and the New York Rangers. Then we're going to talk about Mike Young, a childhood friend of mine who actually performed uh, just before uh, or just after Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry opened here in New York and Mike actually performed uh, just after him. But he talked about how he worked his way to the top. So a lot of these Stories are what we should learn from. We're going to learn from a Mike Young. What did he do? Well, he waited in line at the comedy club in LA, and they finally called him after several times never giving up. Allie Faber, we call her the stretch coach. She had an eating disorder growing up. She worked in corporate America. She wanted to make a difference in people's lives, and she did. She has great videos on how she keeps people healthy. Brian Propp, one of my all-time favorite. Even though he's a Philadelphia Flyer, all kidding aside, he grew up in a small town, but he faced a lot of adversity after his career. Like he might be a Hall of Famer one day, but what happened after? He gets more into that. Don Luce, who actually drafted me, was in professional hockey for 40 years, a very kind gentleman, started doing mindset work way before people even knew what mindset was. Fabulous guy. Worked as a scout, director of player personnel, played on many teams. And then Greg Gilbert, he was a teammate of mine, played for the New York Islanders, learned from champions. He'll, he talks a little bit about that, how he also won the uh, Stanley Cup at the New York Rangers. But he learned from everybody. This is what we do. We take these stories and how can we learn from them? Then Chef Clemenza, who was on Hell's Kitchen about his dream of being on a cooking show and how he kept fighting, then some of his struggles after. And how about Todd Ellick? He was never supposed to make it. He didn't even become a strong junior player. He was a good player, but everything happened after when he finally went to school in Canada, then had a minor league tryout. ended up playing second to Wayne Gretzky with the LA Kings. Adam Wright, who's got many degrees, exercise physiologist, performance coach, He actually discusses how he helped Jerry Seinfeld uh, in his goal of jumping out of a helicopter. How about Jim Dowd? Jim was like our 13th interview, and he's a New Jersey-born player that just wanted to play high school hockey. He's the first player ever, New Jersey-born, to win a Stanley Cup in his home state playing with the New Jersey Devils. Brindley Shapiro, who had a dream as a kid in Winnipeg. Now, her dream was to play in the NHL and all... The students laughed at her during the course, <clears throat> uh, during her uh, time, I'm sorry, in, uh, in school, they laughed at her. So she took many courses, studied uh, exercise uh, physiology, and she's all, Brindley also studied psychology. And now she works for the Arizona Coyotes of the National Hockey League. So who's laughing now? Lee Norwood played his day in his hometown, Detroit Red Wings, had a dream of making it to the National Hockey League, had many different adversities. He talks about everything from motorcycle accident to some of the things that happened in his life to where he is today. Lee's a fantastic guy, uh, made it by hard work. And if you hear a lot of what I'm saying, there's no special formula, people. It's hard work. It's being persistent. It's doing the little things and details. So we bring a lot of these people on. How about Ryan Walter? Even though the quality of the, uh, of the interview wasn't that great because he's way out in the middle of uh, Western Canada, way out somewhere beyond Vancouver, up in the mountains. But we, he gave a great interview. He's one of the youngest captains ever to play in the National Hockey League uh, next to Steve Eiserman. A lot of uh, Detroit friends, a uh, big Steve Eiserman fan. But he's a leadership coach to this day. He discusses leadership. He's got some great leadership programs. He started off being a leader. He's also a champion. He won a Stanley Cup with the Montreal Canadiens. And he's got a lot of skills that involves leadership. How about Jimmy Slater? I, I knew him as a young kid growing up in Detroit. There's a kid that never gave up. We'll tell the story about how he fell many times. He kept falling and falling and falling. And we didn't call that failing or failure. It wasn't a failure. He just uh, failed. And finally, he learned how to fall and get up. And you'll hear that story. He also played uh, on the Olympic team to end his NHL career. He was also a first-round draft choice from the Michigan area. Really a nice kid. And he's also, I call him a kid because I knew him as a kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's a really nice young guy. Uh, good person. He's also working in player development for the Washington Capitals. And it's not so much like hockey development. It's the mental side of the game. It's a mental side of things that we're talking about. I then talk about a motivational story. That's around the 18th uh, episode that we did. And then I was fortunate enough to talk to Seymour Knox. Now his family brought the Buffalo Sabres to Buffalo in 1970. He talks about his family business. We get into a little bit about some entrepreneurship. It was a great interview with Seymour. I do another motivational story on why relationships are important at number 20. And it was a long lasting relationship I made when I was playing for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then we talked to Cheryl Buckley, who struggled and had an eating disorder at a young age, decided to take it to the next level and improve herself, get help. And now she's a dietitian in holistic nutrition. Not only that, she was one of the original people with the Greek yogurt company, Chobani, and she worked in the Rochester schools for 17 plus years as the dietitian. So she has an enormous amount of, of experience as it relates to nutrition on the 21st, interview. Then we have Graham Bonner, who in junior, I remember him being a fabulous goal scorer, a great player, was supposed to play for the Montreal Canadiens. He talks about how that did not work out, but now he's helping people in life. So things do work out for a reason. He is now helping individuals on the mental health side of things. And it was just a great interview with him. I talked to Brian Orlando. Now, Brian used to interview me here in New York. His dream as a young kid was to be on the radio, to work within music. And then he finds himself being a DJ in New York. So he made it. He saw himself making it. Again, this is what it's all about. You have to have that vision. You have to have the dreams to make it. These are champions in my eyes. Then we talked to Glenn Healy, who was a great teammate of mine, funny guy. Uh, That was the 24th episode, if you want to listen to – to Glenn, he is a character in many great ways. A commentator in the National Hockey League, Stanley Cup champion, winner. Uh, we talk a little bit about the Holocaust Museum, which I regret not going with him that day, as he invited to me. He makes some funny digs and jokes, and at me, uh, you know, uh, with my days hanging out with him. And that was another uh, another great interview with Glenn. Patrick Quinn Quinlivan. Now, there's a kid that had a dream of being one of the top Irish dancers in the world, and he came to us. He was one of our, I don't like to say clients, but he was a friend that came to us. We worked with him. We did some personal development with him. We did imagery. We worked on his athletic ability. Ends up being number four in the world, and now he's helping people in his life today, and he's got a great story. I talk a little bit more about Scotty Bowman, and that's the Number 26, episode 26 is Scotty Bowman. And I share a personal story, but Scotty, again, was a, was a favorite of mine. I don't think I was a favorite of his, but <laughs> yeah, he was a, fa- I look back in life and he gave me my first opportunity to, to play in the National Hockey League. He He was great to me. And I share some stories on why you needed to be mentally strong, why you needed to pay attention to detail, why you needed to be fully present. And again, this is a message that I send to individuals that we share through stories and hopefully you can learn. Then I talked to Dave McIlwain. Now, Dave is an overachiever. Dave was a player that played Junior D. Now, D like dog. And he made it all the way up to Junior A in his little town. Then he ended up playing, left his little town, went to Kitchener, then later to North Bay and had a 20-year professional career. Just because of his mindset, his work ethic, and he talks a little bit about how he runs that in his own business today. Tanyan Sturts, we talked to him. Now Tanyan was a, a New York Yankees player. How he worked his way up. He's a, really a great athlete. Uh, you'll hear his story. In fact, we'll talk a little bit about the the A Rod story. How he got in a fight with uh, with the. Uh, during that big brawl between Boston and the Yankees. And I don't want to ruin it here, but his work ethic and how he worked and he ran the stairs at stadiums and how he never gave up and how he had measurable goals. Some of the things that we talk about a measurable goal, he had a goal every year that he set for himself. And you'll hear some of his, uh, his setbacks that he had and some of the advances that he made. Then we talked to Cheryl Buckley again. And she really gives us these different pillars on how to stay healthy. And we're going to see, we're going to hear a lot from Cheryl. She'll be with us uh, another three times. And she's really going to help you. If you pay attention to that, we talk about mind, body, and how important it is. And Cheryl does have a, a great background, uh, degrees in nutrition, and how she could really, how she could really help you. I go into another motivational story. And this is about a family- owned business. And how somebody started at the bottom sweeping the floors, and now this person worked his way up. And his father, uh, in, within this story, did not just say, "Hey, you have a job, and we're going to start you at the top." He started sweeping the floors because his father wanted him to learn all aspects of their of their business, and that really was a touching story for me. He was one of my like like again not client but friend. I mentored him, and he went through the program, did some leadership work with us, and he's doing great. And then I had the privilege to talk to Art Shamsky. Art is a St. Louis kid that had a dream when he was young to play baseball, and he credits his friends from, that he played with outside, and he's a World Series champion with the New York Mets. So he talks a little bit about the, the, the years with the Mets and how he made it. Then I had a great interview with uh, Nick Kiprios. And Nick never got drafted. There was a guy that was never supposed to play. He was an overage in junior hockey. That means there's one 20-year-old on every team, and he was it. So once you're in that position, very few players, if any, I have to think back, make it to the NHL. And Nick was a teammate of mine, Stanley Cup champion. And he had a dream of being in the broadcast booth on Hockey Night in Canada, and he lived that dream. And again, a lot of these people that are living their dreams, they just don't talk about it. They went out there and they actually did something to do it. Nick also wrote a book. So these are some of the stories that we call them backstories. We, we want to hear from everybody. And the purpose is not to share everybody's success. Because as I mentioned early on, every story has a struggle. All of us struggle. It just, you, you, you don't start off great. You start off by having this dream, and if you don't see the vision, nobody else will. So you have to see yourself doing it. Some people say, ah, oh, those people had lucky breaks. Well, sure, sometimes it does take a break. But what you need to do is you need to pull within. You need to focus on what I say as little things and details. It does sound redundant, but it's simple, people. It's very simple. You need a plan. You need measurable goals. And all of these people had help. So, all of these people had help. They took courses. They learned. They properly fueled their body from a nutritionist, dietitian, trainer, coach. It's not easy to do it alone. Thank you for sticking with us through the first segment of our stories please, if you have any questions, go to imotivatorsacademy.com. And if you could really do us a favor and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts because Apple loves reviews. Until next time, everybody have a great day.